Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Rapid Fire Friday edition of the Ramon Foster Show, starring the one, <laughs> the only, number 73. <laughs> Look at Lytle, man. Rico, shout out to you starting the show off on a Friday like that with a 10 spot. Yeah, what? Yeah, well, how about that, huh? Well, we ain't even did anything. We didn't even ask anything. Not yet, man. He gets nothing for his 10 bucks. He gets nothing, DK. He gets us. And, and and I'll tell you this, he's also probably speaking on behalf of uh Ryan Lytle, too, talking about some I abandoned y'all yesterday, man. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. DK, what a, what a time. Mr. Accountability is who Ryan Lytle is, man. Goodness gracious. Guys, we actually have a full house here in the shop, too. We're going to be getting some questions uh, asked in person. And uh, it really is Baltimore week. Remember that? It is. We forgot about all that. Forgot all about it. Let's uh, let's get started here, Moan. Let's get started. I got a bell if you're ready to hit the button, DK, because I, I see you cleaning too, your mouth you're out. always preempting me. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You ready? <laughs> I think so. You got to remember that you have to leave room in your suitcase when you come up here in November because you do have to take this back. This is the official... Yeah, AC Kester Bell that keeps us all in a good mood. Look, even when things are bad, I got you. Okay, hey, listen, I may mess around and just put that in my carry on. How about that? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, I'm gonna say this isn't one you want to let the baggage handlers lose. No, absolutely not. Or pull me to the side. Don't you hate that going through security? And they, hey, uh, can you pull over here and um, talk to us a little bit? They it's don't like, do no. that with they don't do that. They don't do that with me, Moan. Why is that, DK? Tell first us why. All, first of all, I know them all by name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pittsburgh Airport. Second, I don't pack anything. Just yeah, what you need. And that's confirming. Unfortunately. The Russians in Sochi, when I went oh to the, do the God. Olympics, yeah. were really skeptical of me and actually did pull me over when I was showing up for the Olympics because I barely packed anything. I had everything just like slung over my shoulder. And they thought that was very suspicious. What do you really? mean you don't have a luggage? Where is your luggage? Where is your luggage? This is it. You just all you have to do is wash repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing about me. When I go on the road, I, I got I overpack because I hate the hassle of doing that. I don't want to sit and wait on wait on room service to uh, clean something out for me, DK, or wash my stuff. And then it's the waiting game. Like when I need something, I'm ready to go then. That's the thing about traveling. I'm ready to go right then. I'm not like I'm, I'm not eager beaver all the time, but I mm -hmm. hate waiting. Is that, is that fair to say? That's right. That's why I do TSA. No luggage, no nothing. I'm in and out of these airports like OJ before he became bad OJ. Okay, I was about to say, <laughs> anytime we use OJ, we got to make sure we clean that up. <laughs> Rico, <laughs> Rico does actually explain the contribution, says he finally made a live show. Okay. He's keeping people safe out there is all, always has me missing the show. I'm not sure exactly what that means, Rico, but if, if that sounds like public service or police work, thank you. Thank you. Easily. Thank you, man, uh, Rico. And and for those reasons of keeping everybody safe, I think you and Al Sauce need to be in the same situation right now, DK. This is us all week. Oh, Al. <laughs> Al. Oh, man. Come on, Al. We're pulling Come. you out of Pessimistic Friday when you pull yourself off the uncle table. <laughs> That's fair. And I'm taking his comments off. Just for Richard that, wants man. to know if you're going to be drinking Raven Tears. That's tough to say, Rich. Rich, this week is going to be real interesting uh, because this is the type of week 
where this team pulls out a win. And I hate that we even have those types of games or those types of sayings. Go to West Coast. Oh, we'll have a phantom loss. Now, we played bad last. We can get smacked around, and then you win. That ain't the type of organization I know and love, DK. Mm -hmm. It just ain't. George wants to know how you open your account for a gift membership. George, that's why we have Ryan Lyle around. Ryan's going to take care of you, okay? That's how that works. We have assigned – you like that? We just hired him off the street here. We don't even pay. <laughs> hey, there's something. We give a little bit, DK. How about that, man? And we've all kind of contributed to the uh, drink fund whenever I come up finally. And that's getting closer and closer, by the way. Mm, Bert Fritz, Ooh. Bill Pastor coming in with gifts. That's appreciated. Uh, Terry Breedlove comes in with a recommendation for Matt Canada, other than to go find the nearest bridge. Oh and he says, gosh. run the ball and keep at it, win, lose, or draw. Moan, I've heard this from you over the years. There's no yeah. such thing as running sporadically, is there? <clears throat> Absolutely not. You have to. Sorry, guys, I had some peanuts earlier. And you know how you have those remnants? Well, while you, while you sort that out, <laughs> I'll, I'll share that Mason, Mason Cole brought up <clears throat> the point related because you saw him all demonstrative on the field yeah. at the fourth yeah. and one well the reason for that was that he felt and they felt meaning the offensive line that they had just gotten something going yeah okay yeah. meaning that second half uh, Najee's breaking not just around edges and all these other nonsensical play designs but he was going through left tackle yeah for 20 yards yeah Najee no. Harris it makes okay? sense and then you try fourth and one pass don't 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 my my biggest explanation that I've kind of had with folks is I don't know what our our run identity is. I don't think we have one. So when the guys up front are begging you to run the same play again, you do exactly that until you figure say. out how to run yes. it out of a different formation. That's the thing about it. We probably had DK. You can probably tell them all the plays we had. We had gap. We had counter. We had double. Those were our Boom, plays woman. right oh. there. Mm -hmm. 22 double. You know that play why, DK? Execute because we, them because you ran it several times in a row in Cincinnati just to make fun of them because <laughs> you guys were that mean. Yes. And here's <laughs> the thing. The thing about that is the teams that did stop it, we go to another play because they oversold on that one, and then we go right back to 22 double. Can I that tell you something about 22 double? I don't know if I've ever told you this, but when you guys did that that day, for anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, the Steelers yeah. ran, and, and Ramon's offense ran the exact same play. Was it three times in a row? I think it was like four or five times It in was a row. hilarious. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> and, and, and the play was kind of – it was not one of those where you'd have to be some kind of football expert to see that it was the same play because it went in the same direction every single time with the same result. Okay. And it was to your side. Let's point that out. So you don't have to, I mean, okay. You said it, not me. DK. Okay. So, <laughs> but everyone enjoyed it equally, even though it wasn't to Dave's side, for example, Dave, you know, Dave had to do his part and everything else here. And Dave was openly laughing. <laughs> Dave never laughs at anything, and he's out there laughing at this. The press box, yeah. both the Pittsburgh and the Cincinnati sides of the press box had busted out in laughter. Yeah. And this is a really professional, quiet setting behind glass and everything. And we're like, <laughs> look at this. You guys are out there having a good time. It was, but that's because, again, we established what we like to do. We establish and communicate with the coaches about how we operate and what's good. What's our strong suits? Again, the fuss was made about Moan doesn't pull. Moan don't have to pull because Moan is real good on the front side making sure Dave can get around. Al and my combo blocks were good along with Marquise too. And we enjoyed it. Nobody absolutely had any ego about it. I love the fact that our group 
could be no Each one ego. of you just did your thing. That was the that, that's that's the, that's I think that that's what ended up happening on that play because Dave could do that. He Dave could did do, do that. that. And did so, it all right, well. So make it easier for Dave. And Marcus and uh and DeCastro, their combo blocks on the front side, they didn't rep it a whole lot. So they weren't as good as Al and I in those situations. So again, when you have Mason Cole, you said bring up the idea, DK, mm-hmm. that we need to kind of stick with some stuff. We got to make sure that we do those things. And yes, you're right, Eric. He has to fix his stuff too, Mason does, by being more stout in the run. But maybe that's because coach is putting him in a bad situation. Maybe. Players don't say a whole lot until it's after the fact. This was a good player last year. Yeah. He's not all of a sudden a bad player. And it's not like he's a young player. This is the best thing we're going to get all day. Josh Bittinger says, oh, no, my membership is out. I'm an uncle now. Yuck. Don't be me. (laughs) (laughs) That's, That's awareness, DK. That is awareness, man. Ah, oh, DK, I want to go into it. You losing it right now, and I love. I want to leave this one up all day. Yuck! Save that me. one to come back to it for sure. Yeah, I'll put a star on it right yeah, now. Yeah, put a star on that one, man. I, I want to go or golly, Vinny, why are you at the uncle's table with this great statement? It's not even that great. I'm gonna put it up, and we're gonna dress it, DK. It's this right. one. Hey, Moan is coming up. Put it up. No, put I, it up. I did. I did. Just leave it there. Just leave it. Pat P opened his mouth when Pat P has not played well. Calling Zay Flowers, a really, really good football player. Yeah. Munchkin. Why did he do this? I kind of want to let it breathe for a second. DK. All right. Well, let's do that, and then let's come back. And, and do you put a star on that one here? You yeah, can handle, you I can did. Handle the star I, I put there. a star on that one. I did put a y- – y'all All come right. back, and let's start – Hey, moan there, okay? How about yeah. we start with that? Let's one? do that because I'm told that it is the only segment that matters. Yes, it is. We'll see you in a second. At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all new state of the art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. All right, welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. Patrick Peterson did what? Man, Pat P spoke a little bit too much in a in a series, DK, that doesn't need much talking, man. Vinny, from the uncle's table, bro, come join us, man. It's 99 cents. Okay, 99 American cents, uh, however many, however many pesos that is a month. We're not even a whole dollar, DK. But come and join us from the uncle's table because this is a great way to start this show, Vinny. He goes, Pat P calling Zay Flowers a munchkin. Did he not learn from talking before week one? All of that. Every single bit of that, man. We DK, how many times have we ever given any bulletin board material for Baltimore? Oh, never. never. It's just... It's just not a Steelers Ravens thing. No. There really is more of a mutual. This isn't like facing the Browns where you, you don't just want to beat them, you want to mock them. Yeah. This it's, is, it's just, it's going to be a three point game. You're going to have to lay your blood and guts out there to win it. Now, let me, let me what say are you doing this, this on, the, for? on the front end. I don't know what kind of relationship Pat Peterson and Zay Flowers have. I just know this for a team that's very, a physical, a team that's, that has some speed on it, and for a guy himself, Zay Flowers, all of, what is he, 5'10", and runs a 4'4", 
4-2 in the 40 DK? The dude is a featherweight. Leave it to me to talk trash about how fast he is and how little he is. I don't have to play. You're directly on the field. If I was them, I would line you up against Zay Flowers more times than not to show you what a munchkin looks like, man. And I get what you're saying. You're confident. It's a new week. We don't operate like that, DK. The times no. in which we talked as a team were the times that we were more tired. I mean, more bad than good, right? When more stuff started leaking out of the locker room. Yeah, even the more loose ah. cannons in your fold, even those guys, the, the total nutso guys that you had, were never doing that and certainly not on Baltimore week. It's almost like, I don't know, maybe, look, here, can I get into some 3D chess here? Do it, do it, because I, I want to go a little bit for. Go ahead. Okay, Pat P's not a dummy, okay? All I can think of here is that maybe he's trying to get the focus back on Baltimore instead of firing Matt Canada. Yeah. You follow me? I, I'm, I'm, I, I, I no? hear you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm following you. I'm following you. I did see a comment that said Le'Veon called it Georgia. It was Georgia. 22 double in Georgia, same concept. It said you added a puller to Georgia. Okay. Now we're back to it. This also is one of those things where when you go inside that locker room, the culture has to be strong and thick. And Baltimore is a part of that. I know Coach T gives those those updated history, historical facts about the teams that we play, like a Baltimore, like a Cincy, like a Browns, right? All of those things within context. So it's not like he don't know. Maybe it's the fact that he's a bona fide, maybe a, a, a Hall of Fame type player that he feels like I'm just out here having fun. I respect the heck out of Pat P. I would have never actually thought he'd say something like this before going into a game, especially after the way he's kind of had a little of a couple bad weeks, DK. You've got to be able to you got to be able to to walk the walk. Uh, I'm reminded of the great Vince Williams barking out for absolutely no reason to the far side of the locker room. And it's a long locker room yeah, in the south yeah. side to a certain very uh, large offensive lineman, yeah. Zach Banner, when Zach Banner had and he yelled out in front of everybody, hey, you you got a lot to say. You got a lot of mouth. You got a lot of everything here. You got that big hair and all that. Remember this? I do remember You got this. that big hair and all that, which is all fine if you bring it out there. And he points in the direction of the field. And, like, the whole place just freezes awkwardly. That. Vinny. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Us. Like, in front of you guys is one yeah. thing. But yeah. he did it in front of the reporters. Yep. And this is a smart guy. He knew what he was doing. He By the way, he, he was... ended up being right. He did end up being right. Again, you don't talk Baltimore week. You just don't. And that, that's the end of my spiel about Pat P and that. I was just shocked is all I'll say. And when you talk like that, Pat, man, you know how the game goes. Just have a good game. <laughs> well, yeah, he's got to back it up yeah. now. It's he as simple just... as that. So we have a we have a, Chris Fieldings is in. Where is he? He's right here. Oh, he's so nervous about this. You got to walk him through this. Come on. What's his name again? <clears throat> Chris. Chris. Come on, Chris. We're going to get oh, you Chris man. here like this, and then you slide right on up. Come on in here, Chris. Breathe, Holy man. Boy. Hey, what's going on, Chris? <laughs> All right. What's up, man? Not much, man. How you living today? Oh, great, brother. I'm, I'm here for Baltimore week from Charleston, yeah. South Carolina. I brought my wife for the first time nice. to Pittsburgh. Austin. Beautiful place, by the way. Without a doubt. That bridge is insanely huge by the port, man. We, we ran over. We ran over to the point where the the uh, battalion. I don't know what the battalion down there or the 
whatever that point is. Yeah. Just to get the view in the fountain. But I had to get back because I wanted to meet DK before this. Absolutely. It was awesome. Good. But listen, man, I hope everything in your family's good. Thank you. Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah, it always okay. works itself out. Absolutely. Well, listen, man, you guys are, are part of my life these days. All right. I, I hit DK in the morning. I you guys end my day, my work day. I love it. It's Thank just you. perfect. So I got a question. I was on the plane. I was thinking, all right, I wanted to come at you with a little bit of a little bit of this. Okay. First off, we're getting back to spinning the tiles. Let's go. I don't That's care true. about what's going on, all this politics. I don't do that. Let's spin these yeah. tiles. We're Steeler fans. Absolutely. That's number one. But I kind of feel like we don't have an identity like on offense. That's that's mm-hmm. my just very that's broad, a bland, broad view. Yes. So I want you to put your OC hat on for just a second, okay? Mm-hmm. And if going forward with the personnel that we have, I want you to kind of tell me what you want to see, our, be- our bread and butter without Canadian bacon. What do you got? <laughs> bread and butter would be this. Okay, it's this simple. Working with a rookie quarterback, I need to make mm-hmm. him comfortable before we progress down the field. Okay. I'll take the Ty Haley approach because that worked well. Protect. Okay. Get the ball out quick. Let your playmakers make plays for you. Don't overcomplicate it. Find me four runs that we do well, and let's stick to those. I don't need okay. all the extra motions and end arounds and stuff like that. Throw a couple of screens to throw it, slow down the pass, bro. In a game or two, teams should expect screens from this okay. Pittsburgh team because Najee's good at it. Right. And if they're right. rushing because this O-line hadn't protected as well as you need them to, heck, get them upfield. But give me – Ball in his hand, ball out of his hand. Almost non-thinking routes when they come down to it. Look at that era in which Coach Haley had us just really humping, right? It was whenever Ben was getting the ball out of his hand. Remember the conversation before you hired him? We got to find a way to protect Ben, so let's craft the offense and get the ball out. Right. We still took our shots, Mm -hmm. but the operation was slants, comebacks, and quick digs. That's essentially what it was, and we had about four runs that we laid our hat on. Until we trust Kenny all the way, right. give him the ball, get it out quick, move forward. So you're saying that, that try not to be something that we're not, just be what we are. I'm t- we're not built for what San right. Francisco is doing or what Miami, heck, even right. Buffalo. We're not built for that. So set it up to where he feels comfortable and he feels as if Kenny, I'm speaking of, confident. And what he's doing and how he's delivering the ball. That's been his biggest situation to me, it seems like. is He sees something, then he doesn't. His feet, super happy. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you something. You guys, you two, ah, this dude over here, and yeah. you, y'all, y'all give it. So Thank I appreciate you. it. Thank you so much, brother. No problem. Enjoy yourself, my brother. Moan, moan. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, DK. All right. All right, now you're here comes you're gonna get fired. You get here comes, fired, DK. Here comes Bill from Chicago. All right, okay, let's hang on go. one second. Hey, Bill, Ramon, pleasure. Absolutely yeah, good. I've got uh, kind of a similar pitch as Chris. You guys okay. are my my lifeline. Uh, and being I'm born and raised in Chicago, but my dad grew up in this area, so I've been a Pirate, Penguin, Steeler fan my whole life. And let's go. Um, I was telling DK, my, my son-in-law is from Madrid. He's not, been to a football game. Uh, and my granddaughter turns one this month. And so we're all out here to, to catch, uh, hopefully, a victory. Yeah, big yeah. Uh, I, uh I tell all my kids come here for their games first. We don't, uh, we don't mess around <laughs> with the Chicago Stadium nonsense. <laughs> Absolutely not. You picked right. You picked right. <laughs> but <clears throat> listen, I uh, 
you know, as an offensive lineman yourself, I, I was kind of curious. The last couple of years, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a couple draft picks, maybe not so great, but uh, also quite a bit of money invested in the offensive line. And yet mm, inconsistent at yeah. best uh, in in both, you know, pass and run protection. It, mm-hmm. You think this is a, a talent issue, coaching issue, scheme issue? What would be your uh, your take on how best to improve that? I think the talent is there. I do. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what the plan is on how they really bring this team together. There is some youth. There's Chooks, I think, is the older guy in that room now. And you got everybody else that's under like that six years threshold. And that right there, guys are still trying to figure out how to be pros. The issue is moving from Ben to a rookie to a rookie offensive coordinator, also first time calling plays in the NFL, that got to figure out how to craft plays on the NFL level, uh, how to gain manage, how honestly to control grown men that when you throw the money aspect in it, a lot of guys need you to be sure in your work. Uh, I'll say this. You can smell blood in the water sometimes when it comes down to guys not knowing how they operate and how to call plays and their confidence in what they do. I'm hoping it's not the case for Matt Canada, but it seems to me there's a guessing um, and how he approaches what he wants to do successfully. I'll be interested to hear him kind of hash stuff out in a, in a very blunt way one day to try to figure out how this team in Pittsburgh is going to go for him. But <clears throat> the fact that he's figuring it out while this group is growing up doesn't bode well for us offensively. Right, right. Well, and, it, you know, it seemed like, uh, I guess, last year or certainly in this year, that was that was seemed to be the uh, comment from on high to – Get back to the running attack. Get back to you know that kind of because it settles you. It 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 controls everything. And when you have the ability to move people around, you feel better about everything else in the game because you know your big guys up front have dominated. And if they're dominating or at least controlling the line of scrimmage, everything else can work. Yeah, and we hadn't had a consistent level of that. Give your defense a breath too. You know the other team can't score if they're not on the field. So no. Absolutely not. And then you don't want other teams running our defense into the ground. Right. You know, right? that's where it starts to get a little uh, a little iffy for both sides of the ball. When you start saying to yourself, you guys need to pull your own and you don't want that as a team. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. All right. Thank you very much, man. Appreciate no problem. It. And, uh, Absolutely. Great to see you. So, Congrats on the grandbaby, right. too. Absolutely. <laughs> thank you very much. Bye-bye. Yes. <laughs> All right, Moan, how many times have I been fired today? Twice. Twice? Not even. As soon as they open their mouths, you were fired. That's it, man. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> I, know, I know where I'm not needed. Oh, my yeah. God. Has has anybody told you about what a disaster I was yesterday without you? No. They didn't oh, trash no. you, DK. Oh, it was so. They no, they were you? trying to be nice. They were trying to pick me up. And I was just like. And like me, the Ramon show without Ramon is just like. You know, it's like Island of Misfit Toys programming, yeah. you know? They didn't dog you like that. I mean, at least they were at least they were happy for Oh no, you they were cool. I was yeah. the one sitting here going, Man, this is a train wreck. And now the boss, on the other hand, was really rough. Was she? Oh, uh, come on. She's like, this was, yeah, this is How's terrible. she gonna Never... be the underboss and acting like this? Uh, that's it was no good <laughs> here. Jim Fairfield said wants it was to know. Bad. Hey Moan, <laughs> is Canada losing his players? Some of his little comments make me wonder. Do you get that sense? Uh, guys will not say anything in public as much, of course, right, DK? Of course, yeah. But you can but- tell in certain comments that can be said uh, when Mason Cole is dropping little nuggets, we need to stick to what 
we were doing. Um, mm-hmm. Again, guys are smart. And, and one thing about, I'll say, that group of dudes, too, most football players, when they smell a weakling, you kind of know. And I'm not calling Matt Canada that, but if you're not sure about what you got going on and you find guys, and I saw Najee trying to defend them and stuff like that, that's when you know a little bit like, oh, man, I'm starting to feel a little sorry for it. Let me say something good in the public. <laughs> That's kind of what that was, wasn't it? Tell me I'm lying. <laughs> no, that's exactly Am what I it close? was. Am I close? Well, the other thing, I think what, yeah. with what Najee was doing more than anything was just saying, listen, guys, whatever it is that you got going on here, the focus still has to be out there. And we're the only ones that can control that. That's the sense. I actually reported something to this effect today in Friday Insider on our website yeah. where the sense that I get from everybody in that locker room right now is, listen, we're still the ones in here. We're still the 53 in here. Yeah. Okay. We can still control what we can control out there on the field. Okay, let's go take care of our business with our plays that we were executing all summer long and that we were executing through the preseason and everything was all perfect and everything. Let's just go do that. Yeah, yeah, you you have to. Again, I want to revisit this because I said during the bye week, which is next week's for this team. Oh, my bad, DK. Go ahead. but but Ron Smith comes in and says Mike Tomlin, Matt Cannon, and Terrell Lawson have already lost ah. the locker room. Let's let's just say this real quick, Ron. Terrell Lawson, the defense has played well enough. Last game sucked, of course, not being able to stop what Houston had going on. But there are some good things going on defensively. Now, Coach Tomlin and Matt Canada, I know this one will cut off the head of the other to save himself. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> if there's anybody you're speaking about, it's probably Matt Canada, and the other two probably have nothing to do with this offensively this team could score points dk we'd be having a totally different conversation right now that's the biggest issue that we have going on right now it's offensively you can't trust the point scoring nick says of my solo performance yesterday oh it was bad moan (laughs) it was i told them at one point i said i'm just lost without him (laughs) <laughs> this is the Ramon Foster show. There's there are there are things yeah. like I, I do my own podcasts, whatever, and they're okay because like I have you know it's my name and I have a certain way of doing them. This show is done. Yeah. Okay. Is it, but you know what? I want you to confess here though. <laughs> when we you've had to do a show without me. Oh my god. See, they don't see this part. No. And he's behind the scenes going. Well, do we have to do? No. It? Do we have to? <laughs> I need a buddy, okay? <laughs> I'm not afraid. Throw me the lifeline every single time. I need a buddy on this thing, okay? Because it gets me uh, going. I got friends, right? At the get-go cafe and market, quality is at the core of every menu item, Rodolfo reminds us. They have three expert chefs fine-tuning every detail so that every sub-burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for what they refer to as crave-ability. Now, see, I did the crave-ability yesterday, and I looked over at her, and she wasn't doing the chef's yeah. kiss. Oh my! She God. wasn't mouthing the word. I'm, She's not Ramon. I'm down to trash Dolly this show if you want to also, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Order your favorite entry before the game on Sunday, okay? You will yeah. be very happy that you did. It is awesome football food it is absolutely perfect go down there and pick it up it's made fresh it's not frozen stuff whatever it's 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 good stuff uh order your favorite entry at the get-go cafe and market better believe it john hudak yeah. comes in with a bald-faced lie and says that i was great <laughs> will mcduffie takes that to an extreme calling it my favorite show no it was it was none of those things bob schreiner says dk running the show without moan is like being a single mom 
You wash and dry. No, no easy, easy task. task. <laughs> AJ, AJ comes in with, is, is Art Rooney losing his mind? And one of the mm. things that I've noticed, Moan, is that everyone listened to mom at the press conference on Tuesday, meaning Mike Tomlin, say no. So then they went to dad to yeah. see if his answer would be different. And now everybody's mad at Art, or they're mad at Omar, or they're mad at anybody at all. Yeah. I'm here to tell you, Art doesn't care. I mean, he cares about how the city of Pittsburgh and the team feels. But, DK, I think you need to reiterate how big of a separation it is from front office to coaches. Like, business will be handled when business allows itself to. But their business is football, and that's it for the, the Rooney family, for the most part, this section of the Rooney family. They want to make sure football is took care of, and they handle everything else. If Coach T says something – and Mr. Rooney is going to reiterate it. They are lockstep, I feel like, in their decision-making. And losing this mind, no. Y'all, again, we're used to this fan base and this team keeping us fat, happy, and sassy. This is just different times, y'all. Other organizations go through this often. Do they not, DK? Hey, mm -hmm. Harbaugh was out about three years ago. Lamar Jackson saved his job. Yeah, he did. I mean, this is our first time, and it's not okay. But this is our first time going through this. It's it's something though, man. You it know? is something. <laughs> it it really is here. Tyler says he's tired of blaming Canada for Kenny missing wide open guys. Don't overthink this. It's everybody. Let's it is let's everybody. stop with, with trying to assign singular blame. It's not going to happen. Joe says the Steelers don't currently have a standard. They do because you said it, Joe Yenzer. They have a standard because you know it and you understand what it looked like. Again, this is just a situation to where it looks bad. And this is where I want to go to. Shout out to you again, Ricardo. Mm -hmm. I have other people, of course, I'm in Nashville, that ask me, what are Steelers doing? I'm like, man, of course, they want the OC gone. And as soon as I say, man, even some of the fan base won't coach Tomlin gone. They said most of the people outside of Pittsburgh who are fans of other teams are asking questions. Why they want that? Do you guys know how good, how bad it is, or how hard it is to find a good coach? There's a lot of in Pittsburgh or still a nation woes that we're having right now that other teams have dealt with for a very long time, and we're just not witnessing it. And again, you're two and two and can be number one in the AFC North after this weekend. Cleveland lost ugly last week, y'all. That's the psychotic part of all it's of this. It's crazy, is it not? I mean, the Steelers could have one of the best records in the AFC. And be, and be on top of the North with a win against their arch rival this week. And it's secondary. Crazy. It is the secondary concern, Crazy. the secondary subject matter at this point. And this uh, is fair right here from Sandy. <clears throat> Just mad at being embarrassed. Yeah, good for I her. She's that. right. She's right. You ain't wrong at all, Sandy. You, I was embarrassed. Heck, I'm watching other games. I'm doing the work in the game Sunday, and I'm seeing that score come through. And I'm like, I know you lying. Not after the trash. I talk from the conference of this chair. Like, not to Houston. Chris comes in with a $5 contribution and says, Hey, Moan, how do the older guys get the new Steelers ready for Steelers-Ravens? The intensity, the, the significance. It's not just another game. It's how do the older guys get them? Um, mm -hmm. by, by, by telling them this, and it's that simple for me. Fight. This game is going to be a fight. This ain't like any other game. The moments you think you're out, you're never done in these games. The moments you think you're winning, you're never done in these games, too. But if you ever thought you were going to be in a physical matchup, it's this week. This week means most. Put on extra tape, strap your chin strap extra tight, 
that's this type of week. I'll never forget that conversation I had with Willie Cologne whenever I got my first start against Baltimore. It's serious, man, and it just is. If you don't understand that as a football player or just knowing the history of this matchup because it's more media out there now that, that blows and blasts this game, three-point spread in each of the games that you mm-hmm. have. If you don't understand what that means and don't want to be embarrassed in this game, you shouldn't be playing. Again, we used to tell guys all the time, it's okay to stay in the locker room, y'all. You ain't got to go out here with us. If you want to take your shoulder pads off, lay them on the side, and quit right now, we will accept you. But don't come out here if you're not ready to play. That's the mindset. You know, one of the things I used to wonder about, and I'm totally serious when I say this, because with all due respect to current players, when you guys were playing just even 10 years ago, yeah, this game was one in which there was a pretty good chance you were going to get injured. <sighs> Okay. Now I can say that now because you're not playing anymore or whatever. And it's not something not some knock on wood moment. But if you don't go out there at 105% and give everything you got, you're risking getting hurt. That's a different dynamic. You know, now you're you're messing with your career, your health, your life. Okay. I don't. I don't mean to sound excessively dramatic about it, but when I say your life, I don't mean dying. No, no, no. Out but there. It, it, I mean your livelihood. As far as physical elements, you can leave that game with. Like it, it's that though. And the guys that started telling dudes it's okay to stay in the locker room. Okay, listen to this group of guys: Potsy, okay, James Ferrier, okay, Willie Cologne would say this type of stuff. Ron Clark would say that Larry Foote would say these types of things. Like guys, it's okay to stay in the locker room this game. Because they understood that if you're not willing to go all out and think about the hits that happened in that game before the NFL cleaned it up, DK, so you're not far off. I'm talking about your quarterback. I'm talking about, you know. We wanted to rip their faces off, DK. It it showed, Moan. And 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 let's be honest. They wanted the same thing. And they did, and we traded with them, DK. Think about the Haloti Nada. He didn't have to. He went under the helmet to do that. That's how Ben's nose got broke. Yeah. Think of, he went under the helmet. The sack no, was done. That's not a practice move. Think, of, think about what we did to, <laughs> to, to Joe Flacco. I mean, honestly, the, the, the running back, well, McGahee. How about it, the damage Heinz Ward would do to them? Come, Remember that? Come on. DJ. He did terrible things to the Baltimore Ravens. Come on, man. It, it makes Cincinnati hits look like cupcakes. I mean, seriously. This game is, which is again why I, I started this podcast off by saying, Pat P, this game don't need you to say anything else, man. You don't have to call the wide receiver on the other side a little munchkin. You don't have to do that. No, that's it. LB Quirky, who we haven't heard from in a while, says you got to have your head on swivel at all times, regardless if it's a close game or a blowout. These guys late in games will breathe in some sense just to be alert when up by three plus scores. You did some of that, right? The of course, yeah. The uh, smell, the, the ammonia, smell, the smell and salt stuff is ammonia. strong too. There's a bottle usually on the sideline with like thirty of them in it, cracked it open or whatever, and you just smell it, smelling it. God, it'll knock you on your feet, it'll knock you on uh, your butt. Yeah, kind of like Joe Flacco when he played you guys. Come on, and you know how, is... when Joe Flacco would beat you, he would do it by putting up those those bombs to draw flags. He was. So it was the that. most. He was sub best he's still the best i've ever seen at that specific art because all you got to do is put it in the general vicinity and make sure that it's a catchable ball 
and he was gonna get the flag. He was gonna get the flag, man. Uh, definitely, DK. No, this, uh, uh, we have we have uh, this one is very interesting. I'm not familiar with this, but Billy Kurt says, "Hey, Moan, Josh Dobbs." was on Cam Hayward's podcast and said that he got his pettiness from you. What is that about? And for anybody who hasn't been keeping up with the astrophysicist of late, he is now the starting bleeping quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals. It's one of the best, most uplifting stories in football. He is this year's uh, Geno Smith. He's it, 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 it's it's great to see. It's deserved. It, it it should be something that motivates everybody who's a depth quarterback on any chart anywhere that you can stick with it and still be and still come out and be great. Yeah, man, and I love it. I always knew Dobbs now, could play, but pettiness. What is this? This this pettiness, man. Uh, so with me, DK, you know me. I, I like to have a petty. good time. I want to know what he's referencing. <laughs> but when it when it comes down to, to to the game and how I go about the game and trash talking and and being sure because I've watched film, I've gotten my reps, I've got everything in order, uh, or just hanging with the guys, I enjoy a good time, whether that's talking sh- or just having <laughs> fun. And so with me, I would always either break the ice when it came down to the room, to the room, right, to the locker room. Or I'm the guy that's going to start something on the field some, most times, just in the way of getting the guys going. Pounce would never say anything, never. They never said anything. But I could always get Gil or, or Al to kind of roll with me a little bit. And it's just a part of how I am as a guy. Like, when I'm sure about something, you're going to get these words. I'm going to talk trash to you. And it's always a matter of uh, keeping it light, DK, but also throwing them little challenges out there locally, not over the air like Pat P did. My pettiness is, uh, you know me, DK. Uh, mm-hmm. like, have a good time, man. The boss points out that Raisins Week is the very best. She had an opportunity to meet so many. We've had so many people who come in today and are, you know, just saying, hey, Mo, and whatever else here. Uh, listeners from all over the country. Um, and, and and then she corrects herself. No, the world, because Teresa was in here. I missed her, unfortunately, uh, who came to town uh, for the game. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, that's how this is like. This is like when you come into Pittsburgh, you got to come down here. Yeah, okay, you know? that's what's up, man. And we do love Josh Dobbs. It's impossible well, it's, to not love Josh Dobbs. I, I don't know how else. To, there's a reason. He's one of those people that you're just never going to hear an unkind no uh, word about. Absolutely not. Here's another thing too. Tyler brings up a good point uh, mm-hmm. with us having issues too. Guys, been out. Both Ravens starting outside linebackers are out too. They got some injury issues on their side I don't of the care ball anymore, too. Man. I know. I'm done. With I know. That. I'm after, just saying. After, after Houston put together oh. an offensive line of people off the street and shut down T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith, all done. That's fair, DK. Okay, back to reality. Uh, yeah, there's. there's I tried. There, there's absolutely tried. none of that to be had, especially in this particular matchup. The Ravens once came here during COVID with two thirds of a roster. Remember that they used like yeah. 36 guys. That's true. Out of 53, yep. they used yep. 36, and it ended up being a really, really tight game. Yeah, absolutely, man. Ramel says he hates raisins in stuffing. That actually I sounds agree. – she agrees. No I have no idea. I never would have think of having uh, raisins yeah, in stuffing. Yeah, stuff. I don't know why anybody would want – It seemed like they would rehydrate them and get, get like, bursty. That doesn't no make way. much sense no, here. Good. The Real no, Spacely says – uh, hey, Moan, I've heard that Kansas City has more offensive coaches slash assistants than the Steelers have coaches as a whole. If this is true, 
Could this be a factor in why the offense struggles? I want to just say at the beginning no. here that Mike Tomlin has been on the record several times as saying that he believes in having a smaller staff. There's tighter control. Um, it's easier. I mean, he doesn't say this part, but it's easier to control you know, have have authority. Yeah, yep, it is. If you have a bunch of people running around and they're all wearing a hat that says coach. Yeah, absolutely. Too many cooks in the kitchen can confuse. I think that's essentially what it is. You keep everything in-house when there's less mouths running as far as the stuff that you say and try to control. And then more times than not, when you have a big staff, if you don't have control over that staff, which I'm not saying that will be an issue or anything, then you find a lot of people undermining you. That's usually the case sometimes. So guys being more prone to like this coach versus that coach, if, if all goes bad. It was never an issue for us having a uh, small staff, DK, ever. I don't think so. Gabe says, DK and Moan, it's my first time live after watching for months now. That's actually really cool to hear always when that nice. happens. Uh, I see people taking the Steelers as underdogs at home, but I, I don't get what they see. We're not good. What's the breaking point for Tomlin? Well, the Steelers time. absolutely should be underdogs. They should. I mean, absolutely should be underdogs in this game. Yeah. Uh, if if look, the Ravens have had ups and downs already, but the Ravens have at least shown what it is that they want to be, including yeah. offensively, including restoring Lamar Jackson's status as one of the, the you know the more productive quarterbacks in the NFL. All of that's happened. Steelers haven't done anything of the kind. And here's the other thing too. I think he's speaking about betting. Also, they're actually betting on the Steelers with this one too. That's because uh -huh. it's just that game too, though, Gabe. This is almost a pick them in the terms of betting. Always. Always a pick them. So if money's going to Pittsburgh, it's simply because it's a home game. Uh, here's a good one, too, and it's very appropriate, DK, because it's uh, rapid fire is what he's got. Hey, Mona, Spencer Anderson, our only remaining O-line depth somewhat. Ooh. But Yeah, yeah. I mean, he hasn't been utilized at all. How much do you trust him? For Hoko, our only D-line depth, you guys wanted a max one. We're going to see what he's made of this week, okay? And then you think the Mark Robinson experience versus the Raven would get him in this game. If you have a knack for physicality, that's always going to be a case when you're playing against the Ravens. So if Lamar's on the ground with this one, yes, you'll possibly end up having to see Mark Robinson more times than not. Dwight Jefferson says season ticket holders will sell their tickets off again and not show up. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. It's remember, remember, there's a difference between anger and apathy. And if one thing's been proven here, by the way, I was right on this one. I'm not always right, but I was on this one. <laughs> that was that you're only going to get a Fire Canada chant in Pittsburgh. You'd yeah. never get it on the road, no matter how much what per, the percentage is of Steelers fans there. It's just a different environment. It's a different fan base, and they're not constantly surrounded by the anger and everything the way you are here in the city. Well, it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah, one series. Mark my words here. I haven't been wrong about any of this stuff yet. One series is all it's going to take for the first Fire Canada chant, because there's going to be a lot of people who are going over there just for that. You ain't lying. I am not exaggerating. You're here. not lying. Okay, this is this is Pittsburgh. Okay, they 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 are tired, as someone just pointed out here. Uh, Sandy did. They're tired of being embarrassed, Moan. Yep. And they feel like maybe this is their chance to, to set the franchise straight if, in fact, the people running it won't. Uh, and I want to add this one for context. Ryan, I love you, but add a little context to this one, okay? A Cleveland team that we should have lost to, you didn't. A dub is a dub is a dub is a dub. We all celebrated that dub against Cleveland, okay? And Big they just got rolled. That. 
rolled by the Ravens, a.k.a. the Ravens. That's also the thing. No Deshaun was in that game. That O-line played horrendous against – I watched that tape today. No Nick Chubb. Let's no Nick Chubb. Out. Okay, Ryan, just, I love just, you. Yeah, the, the but, Cleveland's nothing special without Chubb. Nothing special, okay. They have a nice defense. Yeah, they signed uh, – who was it? DTR they end up. Dorian Thompson Robinson is who they end up playing at quarterback, and he looked like a low-round yeah. rookie. Mm-hmm. Jesse Cervantes comes in with a 999 contribution. That's appreciated. Scott Miller one-ups him by a penny. There we go, Scott. Might <laughs> to be the man in the family. Yeah, how about that? Huh? <laughs> uh, James says he wants a fire Tomlin chant. Guess what, James? Buy a ticket, man. Yeah. You know, I I, I don't I always I'm always a little cringy about when people will say, uh, you know, you should be chanting this and that. No, man, go get it. Go. It's right over there. Subway yeah. ride is free from downtown. Yeah, you know, man. go 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 get it. Yeah, no. you know yourself here. Ben says if you're a season ticket holder, I'll buy them if you want to get rid of them. All right, you guys know where to get Ben. Yeah, uh, I would say put your email in here, but I don't think we need that, DK. Yeah, uh, Al comes in and says, "So glad Ramon is back." DK was so lost. It's so true. <laughs> you gonna be Darren, all right, DK? Darren Watt reminds that it was a group of Penguins fans who got the last chance started. Darren says Penguins fans are coming for Canadian blood. Get it? Canadian? I get it. I get it. I get it. Here's another from my guy, Phil. The first time I've seen Philip in here. Hey, Mo, how fast do you think it should take a competent coordinator to adjust? I would think still four games. We'll see how it turns out. You talking about during the season? You just keep the uh, train on the tracks if that's the case. I hate to put it that way, but again, unless this team miraculously turned into uh, the Munstars from Space Jam, I don't see us winning the Super Bowl this year. I can see us. I hope we get to the playoffs and get a win or two. I'll say that. That would be beautiful. Tristan Struther says, hey, DK, because Moan won't understand this, what's worse, Matt Canada or Lanternflies? Easy. Lanternflies. Really? However, however, the sentiment toward them around here and how they should be dealt with is kill them or what? Squash them. I don't want to get into that. (laughs) That's a little bit. So do they die off in the winter? Uh, they're not around today because the weather finally cooled off. We're going to ah. have, on Sunday of relevance here, uh, we're going to have very football-like weather. It's going to be in the 60s. Oh, I love it. Uh, a little bit overcast. That's what you want for Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Yeah, I'll be in you know? Indiana this weekend, man. I'm looking forward to that one. It's supposed Climate to have control. the roof open. Yeah, and well, they're supposed to open up the roof. That roof opens? Yeah, and the doors. Apparently, there's a breeze, so you raise up the doors on the outside, and the roof opens up, too. I've never seen it like that. Many times as I've been there, I've never seen that roof open. I swear, I just told them the same thing today on my show. It's like I've never played in Indianapolis with the with the roof and the windows open ever. Have you ever seen it open? No, I'm I'm sitting here like stunned. I've been there a lot. I've never seen it open. That's why I'm looking forward to it, DK. I've never seen that uh, that roof open in Indianapolis. Yeah, I like this here. Uh, yeah. Brent Brent comes at me here. DK, you and your chant talk. Enough <laughs> is enough. It started in section 156, blah, blah, blah. It started in section 136, Brent. And they were Penguins fans who got it started. They were people who were here who were part of the anger that's in, in rooted in this. I'm sorry if that offends anybody, but I also was in Las Vegas and I was in Houston and there was nothing of the kind, even yeah. though there were literally tens of thousands of Steelers fans there. It's just a different vibe to it. This city here is angry, is angry, and you are going to see that, and you're going to hear that 
on Sunday. I'm not encouraging it. I'm not stoking it. I'm just reporting it. This is good right here, DK. From Still a Fan, 1933. I live in Houston. Shout out to H-Town. And he said, I tried to start a fire candidate chant last week. He said, I would have. He says. Money and watched on TV. Best money I ever saved. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Good call. Unfortunately, a lot of fans, including a lot of fans who flew up from Mexico, wasted a lot of money. And I hate that for them, too. Yeah. I do. I do. That was tough. There's no way you would have convinced me we were losing that game. Yeah. Uh, I'll be quirky comes in and say this too. Will it be it for Canada regardless of outcome? I started off the week saying that. I still somewhat believe it, but a big win can hold you off for a little bit. It's almost like the good fella scenes. Like, nah, let them be. Let them be until it's actually time. I love mafia movies, by the way, if you can't tell. You take a couple more today. Michael Duda yeah. says, aren't Penguins fans generally Steelers fans and vice versa? Well, there is the thing where all three of the cities teams have the same first name and the same set of colors, unlike anywhere else in the country. That said, hockey fans tend to be hockey fans. They tend to stay in a lane. Okay. And, wow. and, and Moan, I'm sure you can back me up on this, that it's kind of like that in Nashville too. The people who are predators fans, yep. they're, they're like over here. Okay. Yep. Prideful. Extremely, but they're intense and they're dedicated, not just to the team, but to the sport. Yeah. Um, this is a little different because this is now what's happening with Matt Cannon and what's happening with the Steelers is becoming more of a civic cause. Okay. Yeah. And these Penguins fans just experienced what they felt was their own influence in firing the general manager. Okay. They started that chant in full view of ownership sitting in the same booth. That's crazy. With the GM fire, Ron, fire Hextall, fire Hextall. And then it ended up happening. And so yeah. whether you're right or wrong, whether he was going to get fired or anything, you feel it. Do you know what I'm saying, Moan? Yeah, I, and I got two right here, DK, that's pretty solid. They go hand in hand. From Skull Show, and I'm going to read both of them and half of the other. If Matt Canada gets fired, does Kenny Pickett bad throws, happy feet, and missing open wide receivers no. go away too? Great question. And Koken also says this for this weekend. Can Kenny plan through injury benefit this team? Can his limited mobility teach him to navigate in the pocket a little bit more? I appreciate both of those, DK, because this is where I was at the beginning of the week. I put a lot on Kenny. I put a lot on Kenny last week, too. This one, as far as him being slowed down with the knee, I'd love to see that be the case. And maybe sometimes a reset or uh, holding yourself back may actually lead to growth when it's uncomfortable. We will see is simply what I'll tell you in those two situations. Go show. Kenny has to hold his own. I'm not ready to crown him again. Three years. He's only in year two. We need to see a fast readjustment. We have a, uh, a couple more to take here. One is from Knight Rider who says, we're 19-3-1 when we hold teams to 22 points, 1-15 when we allow more than 22. Um, that sounds definitive. It's not. Every sport has a stat like that. And it's it's more just a matter of what's the line of demarcation for the average. It really it, it doesn't mean much. Yeah. You're going to have to trust me on that one. Cut line on that one. Yeah, there's like, there's, yeah. you can be, a, yeah, I, I'm always bringing up baseball comparisons because baseball's got all the stats. Mm -hmm. But like, if the, if you saw the Pirates record when they score more than four runs and what it is when they score fewer than four runs, yeah, one of them is the greatest team that ever existed and the other one is the worst that ever existed. Yeah. Uh, that's just how it is. The boss and wants to see a few more likes here. Let's Yeah, what are we playing around for, y'all? Come on now. Quit playing. Uh hit that like button, subscribe, and if you also get a membership, DK. And for context, also could to not dismiss the Dallas Cowboys have the number one scoring against defense. They're only giving up 10.3 points a game. 
That's really okay. Impressive. So a little bit. They half also of have that. the only Micah Parsons, but yeah, exactly. I was gonna say double of that twenty points a game. I mean, that's almost league average in a sense. But the thing is, when we use that stat line, what is our offense scoring? Yeah, that's where the problem lies as far as keeping teams under twenty-two. This offense is on pace. It's on dude, pace. Don't crush my dreams like this. To score seventeen touchdowns this season. That's one a game. Last year, last year was one a game. Suppressing. Last year, they had 23, which was the lowest in the NFL. This guy is still employed. S4000 says, hey, Moan, this is such a good subject to bring up. Why is our run tackling so bad? Why did Minka Fitzpatrick, S4000 doesn't say this, I'm saying it. Why did Minka Fitzpatrick lead the defense in tackles in Houston? Isn't tackling relatively easier than the complexity of zone coverage should be. But whenever your D line is getting moved around and no yep. cam is inside and they're able to get to the second and third layer of mm-hmm. the defense, that's why tackling so bad. DBs don't like to tackle. Safeties will tackle, but don't love to. And if you are arm tackling because you can't push and shed and get off a block at the line of scrimmage, that's on you again. DeMarvin Leal's young. Isaiah Loudermilk has to grow up a little bit more. Martravius Adams playing a bigger role than he ever has. Larry Ogunjobi. Healthy, not healthy, healthy, not healthy. Cam's out, and then you got a rookie, Keanu Benton. That front line isn't holding guys off to get guys who are good at tackling uh, free. It's uh, it's a it's a thing that I think is keeping Joey Porter Jr. from starting. I saw that being discussed. Yeah, that's yeah. It's and to have Terrell Austin just come out and say it in advance. No, he's not starting. He's not ready. You know what they're talking about, Moan. They do not accept that the secondary doesn't tackle. Yo. Uh, yeah, Justin Work sets us up for the, for the ending here. We're going to leave that on the screen here. We'll put it back up when we come back at, after uh, after the outro. That's really Absolutely. good. I like that. Uh-huh. It's been I a week. I on my sunglasses yet. It's been a week, Moan. It has. It has been a week, DK. Um, it's, it's, there's, there's a lot going on right now related to this franchise, and it's going to be – I'm going to say this, too. I think it's going to be one of those that tests people's – I don't want to say loyalty to the brand, but I think it tests your fandom, meaning, fandom. meaning how, much do, how much faith do you have? Yeah. Uh, how, how willing are you to be patient and ride through it if you see that they don't make changes, Yo. you know, Yo. if, if them, if their priority is, <clears throat> is keeping everybody employed as opposed to just winning the next game. Yeah. Um, that's very true. DK. Nobody, uh, you're right. Tyler test our metal. You're hundred percent. Right. It's that type of week, man, against a big time rival at your own place. And you don't want those disgusting as much as y'all want to get your point. And not you all, but just in general, the fan base want to get that point across DK on Fire Matt Canada. Mm-hmm. I would almost guess the word's been heard. Those are earphones on the stadium that the coaches wear. There's only so much it can hide. One of them got one earpiece on anyway. You've been heard. You want action. But again, in situations like this with action, what if what if Glenn Thomas comes in is just above what Matt Canada is doing? Do you want Glenn Thomas next year? Like, you will have a dry run and be tested, DK, Mm -hmm. as a fan base when it comes down to what the next steps are. 
Some want Coach T fired. I get it. Some want Mr. Rooney and them to sell the organization. I hear you too. This is new. Uh, I hate to keep mentioning his name, but you appreciate seven a little bit more. You just do. Um, there was a lot of coaching that was overcame while he was at center. I mean, while he was at, at quarterback. Um, watching the talent that this organization has had and it's all fallen in line. It's a transition. Everybody wanted to be back, right? But it's mm-hmm. going to take time. I see it. Rodolfo, I, I feel you. Ron Smith with him. I hear it, DK. Where's the bobblehead at, man? Oh. Like, but but I, I'll He's say this. He's hiding down here. <laughs> it's been one person, DK. That, not one, but this has been this stuck out a lot uh, as we hit the extra segment right here, man. Ty has been very optimistic. I don't know who or what Ty is, but there's been a lot of this. And it's been like fans don't know what they want. You got to understand that this is not an overnight fix, and it's not. But Ty comes in with probably the best comment I've seen. The wrong actions can turn you into the Bears. You know, it gets you changed, but the Bears are a crap show. They beat a bad team last night, it looked like. I'm with it. So I'm, I'm done with that spiel, DK. Uh, prediction for this game. Let's have it. Baltimore. 24. Pittsburgh. 12. 12. You got four field goals, don't you? Yep. Oh, geez. Yep. <laughs> I don't even have anything to say to that. I don't. Until <laughs> they go prove that this offense is capable, I'm not going to sugarcoat this, man. Lamar's solid. And if we can't stop the run and he got wide receivers – and we got players in the locker room giving bulletin board material. I don't feel comfortable is what I'm telling you. This is not good. Yeah. Um, now, I, I do believe that the Steelers will be a whole lot more competitive, meaning feisty and fiery, than they were in Houston because of the type to. of week of practice that they had, uh, because of the embarrassment. But I also believe that from a football standpoint, from a purely football standpoint, that the Ravens are going to run the ball. And they're going to run it from a lot of different perspectives. And Lamar is going to be able to throw it. Lamar is probably more than a little bit tired of losing to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And being shut down by Pittsburgh. I should be more specific here because even when they win those matchups, he hasn't been great. Right. So I do think you're going to see Baltimore move the ball, which means that when the Steelers have the ball, they can't just give it right back. And mm-hmm. we have no reason to believe that there's going to be some sort of turnaround yep. like that for this offense not with kenny limping around and possibly even wearing exactly. a knee brace and to your point about them running the ball baltimore has ran the ball for 110 yards 178 186 and 131 the reason they lost the Colts game was on a missed field goal from 61 yards and they just so happened to pull it out because i think gardner Minshew made something happen for him all in all man uh i wouldn't be shocked if this team wins because of how i expect them to respond yeah, but it's hard for me to see it with how it's looked, and of course having the OL out and having a rookie left tackle. Oh man, these predictions across the board—they're worse than yours, Moan. <laughs> I got double digits, goals. Yeah, 30. but what are you going to do here? I mean, you also don't want to be the dummy who says, "Yay, we're going to win!" If you don't really believe it, I know. And and here's the other portion of this, DK. Mm-hmm. That number right there by you guys—you got one shot. Yeah. Three. Take that one to the bank. Three. It's going to be a three-point game. It just is. There's almost no circumstance that overrides that. 
Justin Work gets kind of the last word, but that actually goes to moan always on a Friday. It does, y'all. It's Friday. It's the weekend. And y'all be safe. Make it back to us no matter what, okay? Uh, Have a random conversation. Call somebody you hadn't talked to in a very while. Apologize. Uh, You see a friend, get a friend a drink, but make sure they get home safe, man. Love each other, man. But hate the rat birds this weekend. I want to add my own thing here that I, you know, I I don't know how much you guys can stay in touch with each other uh, in the YouTube world here, but we haven't heard from our man, Eddie Harlow in a while. Uh, He's been fighting it. She did today. Hang on. We have an update. Hang on. Hang on. on. I did not expect an update here. Go ahead. Your camera's right here. Come on in, Dolly. Hang on. She's on mute. You're going to have to go mute if she goes and comes in. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) <laughs> and he emailed me today at 3 30. It, it had to do with a mug. He just doesn't want another one. He has one already. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I know. Hollywood comedic. Pretty anticlimactic there. I thought I was thinking some terrible things here. This is great news. Eddie's fine, everybody. He just doesn't want his mug. He, he doesn't want a second mug. Does, yeah, Eddie doesn't want two mugs. He has one off. He don't want well, to drink Eddie, with friends we're con- We were concerned enough to bring it up at the end of the Friday show. So oh, come back oh, and see us sometime. Hope you're no doing great. Absolutely. <laughs> Way to go, Dolly. All right, guys. Yeah. We're, uh, we're we're still as, as Kia points out here. We are still we are still with you here, yeah. uh, with with Eddie and and everybody who's on board uh, with yeah. this this uh, insane community that we've built here. All right, guys, let's <laughs> let's do it again Monday, and maybe we'll have some more upbeat things to talk about Monday. We'll see. Oh, we, we definitely will. Here we go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was fun.